Thank you for listening to the Vis Career Blogcast. Hit subscribe or follow us for fresh new content uploaded every week. One of my favourite things about design is colour theory. It's a fascinating subject both mathematically and artistically, but it's also a very prominent area within user experience and web design. Making ourselves aware of the impact of colour can help us develop more inclusive digital products, as well as a meaningful brand interaction. Designing for accessibility is about creating experiences that can be enjoyed by as many people as possible. Picking the right colours means that we can make elements of the user interface more comfortable to read for the masses. In the UK, there are almost 2 million people living with sight loss and approximately 3 million people with colour blindness. Even when we create design systems, it's important to take colour choices seriously because getting it wrong can exclude people who would otherwise become future customers. Thankfully, the hard part is done for us already and there's a published document with details on how to keep things best accessible. The Web Content Accessibility Guidelines, or the WCAG 2.1, is a bit of a mouthful, but it outlines a host of recommendations for us to design with visual impairments in mind. It tells us that we can measure the perceived luminance by comparing the foreground versus background. Unless you pay close attention to your colours when designing, it is likely that most designs will get flagged for contrast issues. Without getting too technical on the math involved, the colours need to meet the magic contrast ratio of 4.5 to 1 for normal text elements. Meeting the requirements gives you the AA gold standard, which of course is much easier to use. There are, however, some exceptions to the rule. Very large text only needs to meet a 3 to 1 contrast ratio. Incidental text or imagery purely for decoration have no requirements at all, and brand logos also don't have any requirements. There are some examples of these images which pass or fail the guidelines on our blog at viscareer.com, and there's also a handy contrast checker at webaim.org you can check out, it's very good. Sometimes inverting the foreground colour can help with the contrast ratio, but often it is more appropriate to simply avoid using certain colours for important action areas of product design. Be mindful of hover or focus effects on elements such as buttons, any change in colour uh, also needs to be compliant. But don't just rely on colour alone. Icons are a great way to introduce a meaningful shape to an area that may only have a difference in colour. Error states and system warnings should be coupled with imagery or text to clearly denote any differences. Uh, don't fall into the trap of using traffic light system without using icons or text. Finally, when you're working with a team or about to pass designs on, it makes a world of difference for everyone involved if colours are well documented. Here at VizCareer, we have our own colours saved as part of our technical documentation. Each of our colours have an attached contrast, which is typically either dark or light, saved into a machine-friendly JSON object. A visual representation of this can also be helpful too for anyone looking for a quick reference. Diversity and inclusion is a huge focus here at VizCareer, and accessibility is something we spend a lot of time working on. Colour is important, but it's just one area of attention. The WCAG 2.1 can be a daunting piece of documentation, but there are a lot of resources out there to help you achieve a more accessible experience for your user base. If you plan on having an accessible recruitment process, then check us out for your next role.